Hello and welcome to our podcast, What's in Your Story Bag, where we peep into people's lives, their experiences, memories and dreams, bringing out stories that are worth sharing. I am Rituparna Ghosh, your host and founder of Your Story Bag, a storytelling training and consulting company helping our listeners harness the power of stories. In our inaugural set of episodes, we are delighted to partner with Bombay Chambers of Commerce as digital storytelling partner ahead of the upcoming Communications Conclave on 14 June at Taj Vivanta in Mumbai. The conclave is titled Breaking Silos, where we talk about the convergence of people, power, purpose in dynamic times. In this episode, I am joined by Ms. Priyanka Sehgal, founder of Lit Digital, a media tech company that helps brands and SMEs create and monetize content and IPs. Ms. Hegel is a media professional with 20 years of extensive experience across TV and digital with successful stints in Network 18, Times Television Network and NDTV. With a rich experience in strategy, product, growth, monetization, content programming and partnerships, Ms. Hegel is credited with launching some of the leading television channels and digital platforms in India. In this podcast, Ms. Segel shares her experiences from the media industry and the implications of siloed behaviors. Ms. Segel also shares useful stories from her story bag of when she has used technology to break silos between teams. So hi Priyanka, thank you for joining me on this podcast this evening and I would like to begin by asking what's in your story bag? Why are we talking about breaking silos and why is it so meaningful for you to be part of this conversation? Thank you so much for having me on this chat for your story bag and in my story bag today we're going to talk about what breaking silos is really trying to achieve. Mm -hmm. Um, the fact that if we all work in silos, nothing ever really gets done purposefully. And the fact is that everybody works like, you know, is at loose ends and it takes ages to put everything together, only ensures um, over a period of long time that if you do not collaborate and if you do not break down these walls at workplaces and if you do not make communication and collaboration easy and transparent, it will definitely bring down the culture and business interest in an organization. Mm-hmm. So, and so coming, coming from your experience, uh, what happens when people build these walls? Where what happens when people don't collaborate, when they don't communicate effectively with each other, when they build silos? What happens? So I think when communication completely breaks down, when when uh, everybody succeeds in achieving silos in their own, uh, you know, in their own world, and and the moment communication breaks down, then nothing ever gets done. So eventually, the performance really falls. And, and the only way that you can address this is by ensuring that you do not have any silos to begin with. And you start breaking down these silos bit by bit, you know, um, talk about them and inculcate a culture where everyone is encouraged to speak up, uh, encourage a culture where diversity takes prevalence because listening to everyone's viewpoints, you can actually... Uh, offer them a purpose in your organization mm-hmm. and it's it has been proved time and again that when you empower people with a purpose they feel like a part of your growth story they understand your vision right. and 
And the moment they understand your vision, they feel like they're stakeholders. They have some skin in the game. And, and, and that really works positively because not just do they do their own work, uh, effectively, and and they they drive very good results for you, but they also serve as good brand ambassadors for your firm. Mm. So it works both ways. And how can people? How can let's say leaders bring about this uh, breaking? How can they really break these silos? Because we've seen an organization where there is a leader, or there could be two, three people in, in the in the core team of leaders who decide what the company has to achieve. They decide how it's going to be achieved. And the information simply trickles down to the rest where they have to follow orders. Now, there is no communication back. There's no one who's asking the rest of the organization, are there any suggestions? Are there any ideas? They just have to follow orders. Am I right? Does this happen or am I just imagining? No, no, you're absolutely right on that. This happens all the time across industries and media, of course. And and the fact is that uh, we're the ones who who actually teach the world how to communicate with each other, Mm. how to engage with each other. And it's very sad that it's internally we're not being able to really tackle this. Uh, The fact that, uh, you know, when... We, uh, we when we talk about digital transformation, when we say what is it exactly, people actually say it's a mindset shift because it's not about technology because technology is an enabler. Mm-hmm. I would link the same thing to an organization, especially in the media, and and when four people or seven people or ten people at the top get together to identify a vision and to identify dreams and results and targets and and take prepare the company and take it to the next uh, uh, step, you need to ensure that everybody is on the same page. Top part of that vision has to circulate. And it cannot be something else on an email and something else in action, right? Your actions can't contradict your uh, messages. So everything has to be in sync. And it's a it's it's really sad because we've seen examples in our career where you have one CEO who's going to hire three people to do the same thing. You're actually wasting everyone's time and you're wasting resources, you're wasting financials. You could have actually hired those other two people to do something else even better. Mm-hmm. And eventually what happens is that uh, uh, you're you're not just creating more and more silos, but you're actually increasing that cautery around you. And those people are further increasing the cautery around them. And they're creating those silos and there is no communication. There is only politics at workplace. Performance absolutely goes down. Mm. And it's a rippling effect because over a period of time, you will notice that quarterly results will be dwindling. Mm. And, and and all of this actually even ensures that brand value goes down the drain, right? Mm. I mean, you build a brand perception for years and it takes it takes less than less than a month for someone to bring it out less than a day also if if you have a disgruntled employee maybe mm-hmm. and and they are your ambassadors right so mm-hmm. if you are not going to break down those silos you're not going to empower people with a purpose and you're not going to encourage diversity of thought and action uh, then there is very little that you know, that I can say that that organization is going to survive, especially in a fast-moving digital world where collaboration and tools are so easily available. Even technology has understood that collaboration is important. That's why these tools have been made, right? So it's so easy to create these tools. It's so easy to talk, communicate, reach out to people from different parts of the world who are working with you. Make them feel a part of your growth story. 
that's where I'm coming to. Now, for example, if, if as a business leader, one has to create an inclusive team, create a team which collaborates meaningfully and uh, uh, works towards the, the organization's vision or mission, uh, what, according to you, could be the uh, tools that they could employ to bring about this collaboration where everyone feels equally important as a stakeholder in the decision-making or in uh, driving business? Yeah, I think I think the first thing is to give people a sense of purpose. Everyone needs a purpose in life. You know, if, and if, if they don't have that purpose, there is a certain sense of emptiness. And emptiness will definitely drive underperformers and underachievers. And you don't want that. When you're trying to create a comparative world, you will have to empower people with a sense of purpose. Uh, that purpose will inspire innovation. And it will keep people organized. It will inspire them to tell their story. It will implement effective management and it will also encourage open communication and align them to your vision and to your business interests. So interpersonal problem solving, communication skills, these are the foremost things that one needs to achieve in an organization and be as transparent as you can with whatever vision you have, with whatever information you can choose to give out. It should not be that this communication comes to somebody from outside, which is mostly the case in most organizations where something is happening at the top, people are deciding, they have a vision in place and only they know about the vision because it doesn't trickle down to, uh, to even say anyone at the bottom rung, right? At the bottom of the pyramid. So if you're not going to communicate and, and of course I understand that not everybody can lead communication from the front but then that can always be allocated to another department say to HR or to other teammates to drive it forward but the fact is that Nobody can work in silos in today's day and age. Everyone in every form, whether they like it or not, is bound to have leakages. There is bound to be open communication happening from, say, even the outside world. So if if you're not going to tell your employees something and they find out from the outside world, you're, that's it. Then they don't they don't have any more trust in you. Yes. So you don't even deserve to be their leader, right? Yes. A, a real leader is someone who inspires people, who motivates people, and who is actually looking for collaboration, who's looking for an open forum, and, and asking people to come up and, and take over the reins and take the company forward, right? Yes. And this doesn't always have to be that, okay, let's bring in young blood. There can be people within your own organization who'd be achievers, who'd be uh, experienced people and willing to learn. So if if you're not going to be willing to learn and you're not going to be breaking this down, it's the same culture that you knowingly or unknowingly will actually, um, you know, help and enable in your organization. Could you, could you, from your own experience, and you've also, you know, have a very rich experience of your own, uh, of having... Uh, led teams of working with diverse uh, members, uh, teammates in different geographies. Uh, could you talk a little bit about how you have implemented, uh, like how have you broken down these silos or rather ensured that there aren't any silos? What, I mean, a story from your story bag, that's what I'm looking for. Something that you have done yourself. So, uh, you know, the thing is the, the moment you start working with people in different geographies, the most interesting part is the diversity of thoughts. Mm-hmm. And and the moment, and it is amazing that I may be thinking that I know so much about uh, X, Y, Z, but the moment someone else comes in with a different thought, I jump at it and I'm like, wow, you know, this is some something that 
I wouldn't even think of. But you know what? This is how that geography relates to it, and and therefore this is how they operate and this is how they work, right? So mm-hmm. it it teaches you diversity brings not just inclusion. It makes you more patient, more tolerant. It makes you more and more receptive to different ideas. Mm-hmm. And and what we've done is, you know, we were launching a lot of uh, projects last year uh, with my um, uh, Columbia fraternity, and we were in all the different geographies. Mm-hmm. And um, we were working through, say, obviously there were different time zones, right? So we arrive at a common time zone, we we, we connect via WebEx, or we do a Zoom call, or we do, you know, anything else that we can run each other. So there's project screens open up, everybody's running everyone through the... Uh, you know, the flowchart of what needs to be done. There's, I mean, everyone's assigning work. So you, you look at Slack, which is complete online collaboration. You do your file sharing, you do your messaging. There's audio video calling, there's group chats, and there's Trello. So, you know, all of this actually we've used, we've worked together on it. We've looked at who's working on what currently. It's uh, I can actually read what everyone is updating at that point in time. I can track it. I can actually help someone if they're stuck or they can help me if I'm stuck. So different geographies, collaborative tools, working together, understanding different thought processes, uh, looking at different learnings from different regions and actually shaping a product is is absolutely amazing. And trust me, when you work with these people in different geographies, there is, there is absolutely no silo. Because when you're working for a common cause, and I have seen that, there is motivated and inspired action from people. Because they are all feeling like stakeholders Mm -hmm. they all feel that they're creating something and they're creating something which is going to be disruptive which is going to be innovative and it is something that is going to add to their own learning so Mm -hmm. it it works both ways right they're creating something they offer benefits to your firm And, and in the process they're also learning so much and they bring so much to the table that you know uh i i don't think any of this would have been possible had we not been so advanced in in the technology and digital space. Also, you have WhatsApp groups, right? So the easiest thing to do is get people on a WhatsApp group or on Telegram. 250 people can join. So these are for large firms. You get everyone on the same page. They're giving you minute-by-minute update as to what's going on in their uh, locations and in the media. That's very important, Mm -hmm. especially in the news broadcast business or even in the digital uh, news space. So, you know, you you know, when there's breaking news, everybody's telling you, okay, this is going on air live or this is what is happening in my region. And you immediately call up the person and you, you know, you sort of uh, are ready to go on air. And, and this also makes sure that the person is connected with you. You're connected with the person. You're not like doing, you know, your phone calls are getting disconnected on air like we used to have years ago. So, you know, there is so much more that people are doing now. I've actually seen people read off breaking news from their mobile phones. So earlier it was more like a TV hygiene that you can't do it. Today people are doing it. And it's very good because it's minute by minute update, second by second. So when you walk across different geographies and you keep everyone involved saying, okay, this is what we've finished in this location. Now, you know, your X, Y, Z location, give us your updates and what is going on and what is what action are you taking to remedy this problem and how soon will you be up and running or, you know, how well are you sorted uh, in terms of the business and things like that. So what also uh, happens in this whole thing is that while you you may be at a different location and I may be at a different location and you have a problem, I may have faced the problem some days ago and I may have solved it in a manner where I can tell you that, you know, I faced this problem and I'll get this 
and and i rectified it and you actually have a quick solution you have a quick fix from me mm-hmm. across a different geography and you implemented and it works for you mm-hmm. so i think it, this is you know the power of digital is so huge we should actually um, you know cultivate it in a positive way to make sure that we are learning from each other and we are that, pulling each other up that's exactly itself. what i want to ask you priyanka next is that you work in the digital space you work in digital media for so long Uh, so you obviously understand how digital media has broken the silos within the media industry right but could you give me a story or an anecdote or some kind of an example of an organization which is not uh, the indian media but has successfully used digital to uh, connect with its various stakeholders and break the silos okay so i think uh, you know um journalism is supposed to be initially it used to be a, a, a profession which was only known to a few and only a few chose to get into it and and become very renowned and everything but today's day and age if you look at shows that uh, uh, people have done where they've encouraged people to come up from their localities and share videos mm-hmm. of what's going on like say if you look at twitter you know instantly which place is having a traffic jam what is going on i have seen this on twitter so often that there are traffic jams in mumbai or something is going wrong in delhi or there's something happening at an airport and there's real time update no right? i mean that that's because the platform is such right twitter as yeah. a platform is such everyone is a content creator and has the freedom yeah. to share what he, he or she wants to share i'm talking yeah. about an organization uh, which has used digital meaningfully in breaking silos do you, do you can so you think mean, of an example know, Yeah so you know there was this whole campaign that we were doing with Facebook once where we were actually making journalists out of people in remote corners of this country mm-hmm. uh this was also saving people from uh, uh you know immediately having to rush to a different place where there are say riots or there's an earthquake or there's a natural uh, disaster or tragedy has struck but you instead teach people how to be journalists in in that space and and share videos and and go and talk about uh, you know anything anything as a society that bothers you mm. so so i know that we were trying to do this and we were training journalists and and creating journalists out of people and telling them that okay how do you better your own life in your own areas you know mm. uh, and that's where that's where today if you look at how hyperlocal regional marketing hyperlocal regional conversations have come up mm. everyone is now so empowered because of digital because of social media that that you know each one of us actually owns our own media right you right. so have got my own linkedin i've got my own instagram my facebook my twitter and so would you and mm. and so would so many other people mm. and i think we have so much to thank uh, uh, all these uh, social media platforms because while we keep saying that you know um, they're in our faces and they're all negative and there's fake news and this and that but yes uh, there's a lot of positive to it you've reached you can reach out to people anywhere across the globe you can have a conversation with anyone you can see people you can do a video call with anyone you can actually have clear conversations with people without running up very high telephone bills mm-hmm. you can actually learn there's online learning right that's mm-hmm. the biggest uh, transformation in the education space that mm-hmm. i can sit here and learn from an ivy league college right so so everyone has used it used it positively and i think i would just urge every organization 
including media and i think media should really lead the way in this to break down silos use technology use collaboration and drive everyone towards a common purpose and do away with your own insecurities right so priyanka what uh, uh, what are you looking forward to at breaking silos what do you think is going to be the outcome of this uh, conclave that we are all headed towards so i think breaking silos is one of its kind conclave where we are actually asking leaders to take inspired action so when they come it's not just conversations when they leave there is going to be an agenda set in place there is going to be something that they will take back and they will offer to the rest of the world and they will go back and implement so it's not going to be just another conclave another summit where people gather they talk and they go mm-hmm. here is a place where people will learn a lot more and go back and implement it in their lives right. and we will see results over a period of time right, right. i think a lot of stories will uh, be seeded uh, at the at the uh, at the conclave where people will see those ideas and uh, take back uh, certain um, the steps which they want would rather implement immediately back in their own organizations so i'm really looking forward to next week and i'm looking forward to meeting you priyanka and we'll catch up on Thank more you. stories thank you so much for giving me your time and um, until next time happy storytelling and we'll see you soon